0: Welcome to Waste Your Time with Charlie and...
1: The Madman.
0: And we're talking about space exploration.
1: Oh yeah, not just space exploration, but space travel, colonization of planets, and uh, the potential impact on just humanity as a whole as we expand our presence in the galaxy.
0: That's a really interesting topic. It makes us think because there are a lot of technological advances, and ideological advances that are going towards space exploration and colonization, especially from people like Elon Musk. And I think Jeff Bezos is getting into the business, too.
1: Oh, well, I don't know much about uh, Jeff Bezos, but uh, yeah, Elon Musk and all the uh, SpaceX stuff is definitely starting to ramp up, I believe. I know he's been talking a lot about uh, colonizing Mars and things like that, and uh, especially with, I think his next goal is a lunar landing Last I
0: heard. That's really interesting. I hadn't heard about that, but I know that the, the initial plan was to go to Mars by 2024, I think it was.
1: From my understanding, that is still the goal. So uh, whether or not that's achieved, it's hard to say. But it's interesting to think about that within the next 10, 20 years, there could be life on another planet like besides Earth. That's human life, rather.
0: To be fair, in 1969, you know, we pretty much already did that, we just didn't stay.
1: Well, I mean, the moon isn't technically a planet, though.
0: Ah, you're right, you're right about that, but it is a place that's not on Earth, so... My question is, will it be trained professionals that are going to Mars and to the moon, or... uh, You see, I remember whenever they had the application, they had, I believe it was 100 people that were accepted. And these 100 people, my question is, are they professionals that would actually have a job there, or are they just your average Joe?
1: I would have to assume it's somebody who would have a purpose there. Especially when you're trying to start life on an currently uninhabited planet, as far as we're aware, and a planet that isn't really suited for life, at least not right now. So having people along that aren't that don't really serve a purpose, that are just regular civilians, it would be, it would be unnecessary risk involved with that. Because then you'd have to worry about extra food, water, supplies, all that stuff going to people who are not essential.
0: You know, that also provokes a good question of like, say that they get there and they have a few engineers, I'm sure there can't be that much if there's only one, uh, 100 people. So if they have, uh, for example, maybe like a plumber, just an example. I'm sure that they don't need a plumber. But if they had an essential job like that, you know, and that person dies, like, are they just fucked?
1: Well, I'd imagine they wouldn't bring just one person for the whole colony. That's just not feasible. There'd be multiple people. And I'd imagine multiple people would probably end up like, like would well, they have multiple things. Most people would probably have basic plumbing skills, basic engineering, basic electrical, whatever. All the stuff needed to run the facilities, as well as other tasks, science-based and whatever, you know.
0: But that's the thing, though. Like, I'm sure that a hundred people wouldn't be able to cover every single task that's necessary within creating a whole civilization.
1: Well, as far as at least Mars goes, there probably wouldn't be a goal to have a whole civilization, it would probably mostly be research at least for right now and then as they develop technology there help terraform uh, create ways to have a more sustainable life then they'll start bringing new people in and kind of growing uh, reproducing and eventually starting life on a new planet
0: what do you think about Elon Musk Uh, not plan but his idea to shoot noose into Mars
1: shoot what to Mars? Nukes. Nuclear bombs. Oh, uh... Well, that's probably not a good idea. I mean... Nukes are a big enough threat here on Earth. Why send them elsewhere? Especially when Mars offers a new start for humanity. Why would we want to start it off with the most powerful weapon we have?
0: You get a point, but the... The idea is that once the radiation wears off, then the planet would be... Um... It would be... Definitely changed hopefully change to benefit man
1: Uh, I mean maybe I don't know it's hard to say everything's so up in the air right now I don't think it'd be helpful personally I mean when has radiation proven to be helpful I mean I I know with like chemo and stuff but 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 even then it's
0: the biggest problem is that say they get there what are they going to do create a big dome
1: most likely may not want big dome but, uh, just small domes, uh, habitation domes, zones meant for growing food and, like, synthesizing water, maybe, or, or some way to get water And They'd have storage domes, domes specifically meant for various sciences, living quarters, all kinds of stuff.
0: So, one dome. I feel like that's just too dangerous, like, couldn't, like, somehow, like, be exposed to the, to, um... To the rest of the planet, you know, like, the rest of the, Whoever's under the dome could easily die, right?
1: You can just as easily die here on Earth. I mean, when you're going into uncharted territory, there are risks. It's going to have to happen. It's either that, or we stay stuck on Earth and never progress. That's true. There's a risk with everything.
0: That is true, but I think that the biggest thing is that they're only seeing 100 people, and that just doesn't sound ideal,
1: well, you don't want to send a you don't want to send ten thousand people on a planet with no sustainable food source. You have to send a small group, get set up, and then over time, as they progress and things get more stable, then you send more people. It's the same thing. Like, whatever they were sending people to navigate the globe a couple hundred years ago, they didn't send an entire city of people. They sent a couple to establish the area. It'd be the same principle, just on a much larger scale.
0: Except you can't. You know, just build a house.
1: Well, I mean, they're going to send materials. It's not going to be as simple as building a log cabin necessarily, but it's. They'll have the materials and it'll probably be designed to just like pretty much just snap together, easily assembled houses.
0: That's a good idea. But you have a 100 people who would be homeless for at
1: least a few days. Yeah, but I mean, I mean you got to start somewhere.
0: On a planet where, it, your de- where your temperature is like, what, like 200 degrees?
1: by the time we get to that point they're going to have technology to prevent Like they're going to live on the rocket for a while anyway It's if I'm not mistaken and I probably am it's like a seven month journey there so the rocket's already going to have habitation areas for the crew so they'll probably just stay there venture out as they're building and then once they have a, a place to actually stay then they would go from there
0: what surprises me is that this rocket is how many rockets are there? are you familiar with it?
1: I have no idea yeah
0: same so that was going to be my next question it's like a hundred people were living on this gigantic rocket
1: yeah pretty much at least for a little bit and we have I don't see why it couldn't be possible and they're working on it but uh, yeah just everything's got to start somewhere
0: I feel like it just sounds insanely difficult to create these domes
1: and to just get started well what do you think they were saying five, six hundred years ago when they were colonizing in the New World. They probably said the exact same thing and look where we are now. But the issue
0: with that is that whenever you, uh, whenever you colonize over here, you don't die from a crack in your helmet.
1: Yeah, but you could die from a lot of other things. Bear attacks, wolf attacks, just any wild predator. Diseases were rampant over here. The native population, which could potentially be a problem on Mars. And just all other things. I you would... Honestly, you'd have just as big a chance of dying as they did now. Uh, yeah.
0: Not really. I mean, the only way we're actually going to know is whenever we wait and see.
1: Yeah, we, it's, it's impossible to say what's going to happen right now and what they'll find. So it literally is. you just got to take the risk and go.
0: But I know if I were in this situation, well, I wouldn't be very optimistic.
1: Well, that lack of optimism... That's why you will never end up on Mars.
0: <laughs> That's true. Although, I would say it's more of an over-excess of cynicism that could lead us to Mars.
1: Eh, maybe. But, again, we'll never know.
0: Like, let's be honest here. A lot of the people, assuming that they volunteer, these people are probably the ones that are saying, like, oh, I hate humans, I hate Earth, we're killing the Earth, humans are shit, so let's go to Mars.
1: Oh well, hey, I mean, I, you're going to run into the same problem with humanity there, because regardless of whether you're on Earth or some planet 50 million light years from here, humans are still going to be humans. So that's kind of a shitty excuse.
0: Humans are humans, and they carry all the same imperfections. And if you think about the gene pool, the gene pool on Mars, first of all, is going to be very limited.
1: Well, initially... And
0: so unless those people are going through psychological evaluations, there's going to be a really bad mental illness problem there.
1: Well yeah, I mean, they're not just going to let anybody go. And the purpose, like for, at least initially, they're not going to send people there to reproduce right away. It's going to be all about just developing a technology to potentially establish a colony there. And even then, that colony will probably, will most likely not be very big. It'll be big enough to sustain. But it'll be a research colony. you probably go there for a couple months to a year, and then you come back to Earth.
0: No, you don't. They said they were going and dying.
1: Well, that's possible, too.
0: Like That's the plan. They're going, and they're not coming back. So if you think about right now with the coronavirus, people have been inside for only a few months in some places, and those places' suicides have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. It'd be the same thing with, with people that are going over to another planet where you're literally in solitude.
1: Well, you wouldn't necessarily be in solitude. There'd be other people working with you, and you're not just sitting around there. Every day will be filled with tasks. Your mind will be occupied. It's not like you're just sitting around watching TV all day. That's true. They're, they're actually going to have a purpose. They're going to be their minds are going to be on this. Like they, they have a goal. It's not just waiting and hoping for something.
0: You know, come to think of it, maybe it's a lot of trained professionals plus a hundred people that are just volunteers. I never thought about it like that. There could be more than 100 people. We'd have to do yeah. research for sure.
1: And it's it's not just going to be 100 people. Yeah, They might send up initially, but once they get established, they'll send another rocket, and another, and another, and eventually got a couple thousand people.
0: Huh. Yeah, but they probably... For the first one, I'm sure that they'd be waiting for a little bit to see the results, so those first people are very much taking a chance.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But... As with anything, you have to take chances. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. That's very and true. That's, that's what's going to be cool about it, though. With the things they might discover there, and, like, so what if they were to get to Mars and find, like, some ancient civilization's ruins that could jump, jump us forward 100 years as far as technology goes?
0: That's true. That's
1: very true. The, the possibilities, it could be potentially endless. we got a whole infinite universe to explore. So let's get
0: into a more of a philosophical side of this. Do you think that if we saw that, we would look at it the same way that we saw the Native Americans, which I understand that this actually would be a different species, but do you think we'd treat it the same way as the Native Americans, assuming that we found even just the uh, remnants of the civilization, we would just throw it away and say, oh, that's below us?
1: Well, I would hope by, you know, since we're, we're more, I guess, evolved mentally, than we were a couple hundred years ago. I would hope that we would at least try to reach out, make peaceful arrangements with them to help each other grow or at least get us to the same level they are if they are more advanced and that we wouldn't just go in and decide that it's our land and just take it. You know, I, I would hope that by that point more thought has gone into it. It's not about conquest, it's about exploration.
0: You ever seen Avatar? <laughs>
1: I have seen Avatar, but it's, it's also a movie, and I'm trying to be optimistic.
0: <laughs> that's but, true. But, you know, as soon as we find something that's not on Earth that is living and has the capability of, uh, well, first of all, if they have anything at all that we want, and if they have the ability to communicate, we're going after them.
1: Yeah, that, that is an unfortunate thing that will probably happen. Hopefully, whoever's in charge of, I guess, the Mars human colony, or not even just Mars, if we go further than that, hopefully they will be smart enough to either leave them alone or make peaceful agreements with them, assuming that it's also a peaceful race and that they don't attack us first, which is also completely possible.
0: True. Um... What do you think about other planets? Like, I know we're talking about, like, Mars, and that is another planet. But, like, you know, people are always talking about how that way, far, far, many light years away, and I don't mean Star Wars, um, they're habitable planets. Do you think we'll ever get to the point when we get there? Like, myself, I think we're way off. It's going to be so long, and we would have to utilize something that would either bend gravity to shoot us really fast and you know that goes with the the guy bob lazar that claims it'll work for area 51 that says that's how spacious work um but it's either that or probably wormholes i'm thinking one of those two is probably our best bet for getting there what do you think like are we really far off
1: uh we are definitely not close and I don't know about this element 115 or whatever, and the whole Bob Lazar thing, or even wormholes for that matter. But from basically what we've seen in like different science fictions and things like that, I think the biggest jump for us that will put us within range is that perf- I don't. It wouldn't be perfection in nuclear f- fusion, but being successful with nuclear fusion, because the amount of energy that would put off should theoretically be enough to power rockets in ways that we haven't seen before. And if you look at most science fiction-based things, where they travel throughout the stars, it's uh, pretty much all their their drive cores for their ships or whatever are based off of nuclear fusion. So that would be the most likely outcome. And I know, or at least I'm pretty sure, that CERN super collider in uh, uh, Europe somewhere is a... Uh, that's one of the things they're working on. But they're also kind of looking into wormholes as well. So maybe maybe nuclear fusion and wormholes go hand-in-hand hand together. I don't know. It's hard to say. What was the word you said in Europe? Somewhere in Europe. I, don't, I think it's Switzerland, but I'm not sure if it's Switzerland or
0: Sweden. No, What are you referring to?
1: Oh, the Stern Super Collider. What is this? It's uh, basically... Uh, I'm obviously not a scientist, but it's basically this big thing that's going to take two atoms, and instead of splitting the atom for nuclear f- or fission, which is what we have now, they're uh, basically slamming these two atoms together to try to fuse them, and the energy that's put off by fusion would be uh, like they say it's like a hundred to a thousand times more than what we get from nuclear fission.
0: Crazy. See, I remember seeing something in France, and it had to do with the. Uh, with nuclear power, I don't remember exactly what it was. I, I was only looking at it for like two minutes. You know, that could be we're talking about. I'm honestly not too sure. But uh, that's. It's never crossed my mind that nuclear power could be a way of, like, sending us into supersonic speed.
1: It's the future, man. <laughs>
0: that's true. But on top of all that. Do we know how, uh, how nuclear power functions in outer space? Like, does it leave any radioactivity?
1: So, as of right now, I don't believe so. I haven't seen anything referencing that. But space is full of res- uh, radiation already. Whether it's uh, UV radiation from the various stars, uh, different planetoid objects, things like that. There's, there's things that put off radiation. So I'd imagine gamma radiation, if it's not already in space would probably just mingle pretty well with what's already there, I would assume. Are we able to shoot nukes in outer space? I'm just curious.
0: Like, will well, they I mean, if you can... Atmosphere?
1: Well, actually, they can be shot into the atmosphere. So, the way our ballistic missiles work now, they actually go into our upper atmosphere. And then from there, they target, and then they shoot down hit their target. It's all done in space already.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: So, as far as shooting a nuke outside of Earth's atmosphere and, actually space. I don't see why it would be that far off. If we can get an actual rocket, like, to the moon, I don't see why we couldn't put a nuke not even half that far, you know?
0: What's going through my mind is that whenever an asteroid comes to into our planet through our atmosphere, it burns up. Like, whenever you're going the other direction, does it not work the same way?
1: It does, but, uh, like, our rocket ships have... Uh, like special heat heat resistant plating and so you probably just put the same thing on the missile for the nuke I had no clue about any of that wow. and like I said our our missiles are ready already go into space so it probably wouldn't even have to do much and just instead of pointing it at more like in a horizontal pattern like what we do now you just point the sucker straight up and just let it go It's interesting yeah man that, that would be the that's how I would do it But I'm not a scientist, so what do I know?
0: (laughs) So as for space exploration, what else would you like to discuss?
1: So, uh, let's go. What are your thoughts on? Just uh, what do you think a colony would be like on other planets? Like, do you think they would focus on, like, what what we do here on Earth, or would they have, like, would their TV shows end up being different? Would they even have TV? Would it? Would just what do you what do you think life would like on Mars or? titan or somewhere else
0: well as we can tell from right now even on earth tv is going to be phased out eventually uh in regards to like cable and stuff i'm not talking about streaming but i would say that probably it would end up going the uh, the route of streaming but i'd really like to see is internet between planets i'm sure that it first have to evolve on that planet and then cross it over but that would be so interesting because can you just imagine a video chat between planets and on top of that i think if it did work the same way as it did on this planet then martian tv shows would probably end up being popular on mars but not here you can tell because you know americans we don't necessarily focus a lot on foreign tv shows and it would probably be the same situation with uh, with other planets
1: you know how you see all those like ads for VPNs and stuff, so you can watch like foreign Netflix and stuff. Can you imagine Space VPN? <laughs> that way you can watch all your favorite Martian television on Netflix or whatever. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: But I think the biggest issue with all of it would be that we wouldn't be able to relate to it as much. We want to see something that, you know, is plausible for us. Like you can have some guy chasing after you with a knife on on this planet, but then on that planet, like what are they wearing spacesuits?
1: But <laughs> that's the cool thing to think about, though. It would present, or it would present humans an opportunity to develop something, a culture so completely different than what we have right now. It could like there's no telling, like culture can be so different, but then again, it could be the same, and it would stand to reason that it would start off the same but eventually mold to their own style, being so far away from Earth. Exactly. And once they start developing their own governments and stuff.
0: Exactly, and that's my point, that um, the same way that various races are complaining about not being represented in the media, and that turns them off of a lot of the, the media representations, right? Like, women demand more media representation, or, or else they're not really as interested in that movie. Well, it's the same thing with us. Uh, we want to see ourselves on the screen and if we're seeing people from mars we're like okay that's exotic but you're not going to spend your whole life watching it right
1: well probably not i wouldn't think so but then again you never know the uh, humans have always had a fascination with what's beyond the stars so actually being able to see things made on a planet on a planet not earth it could be interesting until it becomes the norm and then right uh,
0: that's what I mean. It's basically a novelty. Like a, you're gonna watch it, but you're not gonna watch it every day.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I know it's, it's hard to say, honestly. But uh, I think one cool thing is, can you imagine taking a vacation to Mars or Titan or you know, however far we go? Why? <laughs> why not? Why go? Why go to any other country that we already have? You know, you uh, want to see new things, see new cultures, and like another planet how do do you get any better than that
0: it's all like a red desert nobody goes to Sahara
1: well for now but I'd imagine when an actual colony gets developed there if it does they probably work on some kind of terraforming that way you could you know either change the landscape there or at the very least have these big like mega domes where you, you go inside and it's like a controlled climate
0: that's That sounds all very plausible, but I think we're looking at way in the future. like.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. i to past just... our
0: lifetimes. But, yeah, I'd say it's definitely a possibility in the same way that you could go to any other country, yeah. But the thing is, what would make it distinct? Like, there's not really anything distinct about it if you just turn it back into Earth.
1: Yeah, but being that far away, it most likely wouldn't be like Earth. It would start off that way, of course. But once... A couple of years go by, 20, 30, 100 years, they would start developing their own culture, probably their own languages, and so eventually it would be like going to a, a completely different destination, dealing with almost different people.
0: I'd say it just depends upon what uh, what attractions they develop, like, for example, as you mentioned with the United States, uh, what, 500 years ago, 600 years ago? This was all basically for us. And now we have Hollywood so give it 500 years and they might have their own super popular destination like New York or Orlando Disneyland, you
1: know um, LA yeah I mean I don't see why they wouldn't I mean humans we are herd creatures so naturally we would herd together and there's there's gotta be somewhere on Mars that would be more I guess ideal living conditions so people would go there and eventually Mars would have its own race of humans, it wouldn't even, wouldn't be Earthlings anymore, they'd be Martians. And, they develop different cities, and eventually, it'd be like, Earth, just with different countries.
0: Are there not plants that can grow in that atmosphere? At all?
1: As far as I'm aware, not any on Earth. Everything's designed for, you know, our atmosphere. Go to a planet with, that doesn't have that.
0: Like, on Earth we have, we have fish that live beside volcanoes. Like, they're probably not using very much of our uh, oxygen stuff, right?
1: Oh, they still need the basic things found on Earth. That's the big thing. It's Mars is going to have its own set of. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how like if our elements are only on Earth. I would assume they're other places, but the combinations of everything would be different there because it's, it's it's not a habitable planet as of right now. So we have the
0: possibility of potentially discovering uh, dark matter on that. that planet and going back to time travel we could possibly by colonizing Mars time travel
1: that's possible and that would be crazy if that was the case but and this is only focusing on Mars now let's talk let's talk further than that let's talk about like another uh, another object in space they're looking at settling is the uh, the moon Titan surrounding Jupiter they're saying that's potentially uh uh, habitable, and and these are planets that aren't even, like, that wouldn't even sustain life necessarily. It's just something we can build research bases on. What if we were able to find planets that were like, not necessarily copies of Earth, but were suited for human life outside of small centers? Like, were well, we going to just go over the whole planet and just live and adapt and evolve? Yeah, we found a lot of those. Yeah, but they're not... Most of those are still aren't considered habitable. There's are some that show possibility. Everything I've heard, I don't even think we've found any actual like copies of Earth.
0: Well, not copies. Like a lot of them are bigger, and from my understanding, they're pretty much the same thing. They offer the same resources and everything. It's just bigger, and uh, yeah, the only issue is that it's so far away because it's light years away, I believe.
1: Well, assuming that that is, I've, I've heard nothing about that, but uh, j- just the fact that it's bigger can be uh, making it uninhabitable for humans. We're designed to withstand the current our current gravity. A, pl- a bigger planet would have a higher gravitational force. If we were to land there, it could crush us immediately.
0: Let's bring this to Dragon Ball. Goku had that same issue, didn't he?
1: Goku's not a human. Goku's a Saiyan. He is built, he's a warrior race designed to fight and adapt and to kill whatever's in his path. He's not a regular Earthling.
0: Alright, what I'm saying though is that within a reasonable amount, uh, we could potentially adapt to its gravity fairly easily by growing our muscles or, you know, our muscles might deteriorate a little bit
1: it's more than just muscles though like we would we it would literally take hundreds of years of us slowly acclimating to it it it's not feasible they would literally have to stay in a self-contained like anti-gravity sphere to, that replicates earth's gravity cuz even even just being two times stronger than earth's gravity would crush you you would literally have to just slowly over time increase it by fractions of a percent
0: you know, that a good question. Mars is a little bit bigger than Earth, isn't it? Smaller, I believe. So if you were to vacation to Mars for a certain amount of time, let's say for a month, let's say you retire there even and just want to come back to Earth, you're going to come back to Earth and you're going to be weak.
1: Possibly, actually, yeah. Or stronger, I'm not sure what the... I, I don't know enough about it so to say for certain. But theoretically, yeah. You would be a little different. Might be taller, might be shorter. Depends on the gravitation.
0: So to answer your vacationing question, I would say that a really big issue with that is going back and forth could biologically either impair or just change you
1: in general. That's possible. But by the time we got to the point where people are traveling back and forth casually, I'm sure that, that problem would be worked out, I would imagine. How? Well, either they would find a way to alter the gravity of Mars, which doesn't seem possible, or they they probably have little zones that you would stay in for a little bit to adjust. And both coming and going. Like a decontamination zone almost, but it allows you to adjust to the environment. Or in these in these domes or these cities or whatever, they would have it artificial gravity.
0: One thing that's going through my mind right now is do the poles work the same way there?
1: Probably not. So would
0: magnets be no go?
1: Uh, not the magnets we have here on Earth. They'd probably need to be remagnetized based off Mars's specs.
0: So what I'm hearing here is that they will encounter problems, but they'll probably be able to overcome most of them.
1: Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. You're you're traveling into the unknown. There's going to be problems. Good thing about humans is we're adaptive. We would. I would assume we'd face them head-on, and we'd develop ways to either negate the problem or adapt to it. Wow. Well,
0: the
1: future's bright. Very much is, yes. Just like the stars in our solar system.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for wasting your time with Charlie and...
1: The Madman.
0: Make sure to check out our stuff. I have a podcast named uh, Charlie Wilco Attacks.
1: And I have one called Ramblings of a Madman.
0: And we, we hope to catch you guys in the next episode. And
1: we
0: will we'll be entertaining you and wasting your time later.
1: We look forward to doing it again.
0: Bye-bye.